Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Daily Home Edits Summer Series. I'm the editor of Home Beautiful, Sarah Berman, and over the next few weeks, we are going to be popping into your ears with some of our favourite episodes of 2019. This episode was one of my personal favourites that gave me a real aha moment when interior designer Anna Karen talks about the life cycle of timber furniture, so I knew that I had to share it with you once again. Anna Karen McNamara sat down with HB Features editor Holly Byrne. Here's what she had to say. Welcome to the studio, Anna Karen. Thank you, Holly. Now, it's getting to that time of year where everyone's getting deep in the spring cleaning and you've just released a beautiful new book, Make a Home to Love, where you talk about reviewing your home. So I'd love to get your advice. What does it actually mean to review your home? It's a little bit like to review your home. It's a bit like doing before you prescribe anything, you need to do a diagnose. Like a doctor can't give you a pill or something until he knows what's going on. So a home review is a bit like that. Until you know what it is that is working and not working and what you love about it and what you don't love about it, it's hard to start to make any changes because the changes and the improvements and what you bring into it might not then fit into what it is that you ultimately want to get out of that room. So for me, there's like a, a sort of a primary question that I ask myself in every room and it's how do I want to feel when I come in here? What do I want to do? But primarily, how do I want to feel? And are these things that I surround myself and how I put them and how I use them, does it, does that serve that question of how I want to feel? So if I want to feel, for example, the hallway, I want to feel it's an entrance point to the house. We want to give me this sense of coming home. So does the hallway give me that feeling? It's a clever way to think of it because I feel like people often get so caught up in how's it going to look that they totally forget how's it going to feel. Now, in that first chapter, you said the home is the result of a series of decisions. Can you elaborate on that for me? I mean, it's probably also a lot of a result of decisions maybe that are unconscious that you've made. You've kind of accepted things to come into your home that you might not really want there They've just happened to be left somewhere or you acquire them at the time when you thought you wanted to feel better so you bought something but they're still there. So I think the review kind of aspect of of going through your home is really about understanding yourself and why you make certain acquisitions, certain decisions around your home and be aware of it going forward. So it goes much, much deeper to how it looks. Yeah. What kind of difference can it make to our day-to-day lives once we've asked ourselves those questions and gone through it? Well, I think our, our home environment is really the, what sets us, out, sets us up to be able to deal with the 
rest of, you know, going out in the world. So I think if we know how to look after the spheres closest to ourselves and our homes and the little things in life, we are able to deal with the big things in life. I mean, I'm, I'm Swedish and Swedes take, all Scandinavians take massive pride in their homes. We spend a lot of time in our homes. We spend a lot of time on our homes and we are also very house proud. And whether there's a correlation or not between also then the societies that the Scandinavian countries have become, I mean, Scandinavians have an extraordinary education system. They have a recycling system. They are very um, gender, there's a big gender equality in those countries. Whether it's a correlation to the homes or not, it's, you know, I, I don't know that, but I do think that if we have homes where we feel nurtured and safe, and where we can get rejuvenated, I think we're also more more um, able to go out and deal with the big issues in the world. Well, I'm absolutely sold. So where do I start to go home and <laughs> review my home? Where do, where's the starting point? I think start in the hallway. Just yeah. do walk in. It's a bit like when you do a floor plan, when you draw, you kind of always come in and then you go do, go clockwise. So start and then you turn left. And then you go through each room. And don't overwhelm yourself and try and do them all in one day. Just start with one room. Bit by bit, bit step by, by bit. step. Yeah. What other questions should I be asking myself as I get through the house? Um, is really like everyone's talking about sparking joy, but is that really the most important thing? I think there's a reason that this sparking joy Marie Kondo phenomenon has taken off so much. And I think it's a root of that is that we are not, I think it's chapter five, reacquiring the right things. Because if we were more conscious in our purchasing, we wouldn't need to throw so much out. And the other thing that is also of great importance, I think, is that we look after the things that we throw out. So we don't just put them and throw them into landfill, that we re-gift as much as we can, that we recycle. And one big thing that I'm an advocate is for restoration. So instead of throwing out what's not working, can I fix it? Can I reuse it? Is there a way that I can repair it so that it still can be used or reused in a new way? So the sparking joy is really important, but I think the whole throwing out um, phenomenon that's going out is, has got a root cause that is around that. It's a bit scary, all the landfill that yes. it seems to have yeah. encouraged. Yes. And then after I've reviewed, what's next and how do I maintain it? So you review and then you remove everything that you feel is not serving the space, who's not supporting that kind of question of how do I want to feel. And then once you've removed it, it's to recycle and, um, and then it's the restoring. So once you've got the things left that you feel, I really like these, but they might not be working properly or they might be slightly scruffed or damaged, I restore it. And then you look at rearrange Oh, that's my What's favorite left? thing to do. Yeah. I spend yes. so many quiet weekends rearranging yeah. my furniture real yeah. estate. Because I mean, every uh, every object has kind of an optimal way, I think, of where they want to be, and it's a little bit like you kind of can talk to them and ask them, "Where do you want to be?" Yeah. I love it. You have a dialogue with them. Well, if anyone needs me, I'll be reviewing my home. Thank you so much for joining me again, Anna Curran. You're welcome. That's a wrap for the Daily Home Edit today. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. See you next time. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.